Welcome in, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls of all ages, to another edition of the Derek's Wrong and Eric's Right Show. Derek and Eric. <laughs> I'm funny. Yeah, what a what a week it's been. What it's a been a happening. week. Trades. Um, abs. Trades in the NFL. We'll talk about those. The Avs are full swing. They're, uh, they had some fun games. The Lakers suck. Dude, the <laughs> Lakers are so bad. So bad. I love it. I, I can't believe love how it. bad that the, the Lakers are. 0 oh, 5. LeBron's never been 0 oh, 5, but now he has. It's because they just decided to sign a bunch of losers and be like, Dad, that'll old, be good. Old guys that can't old shoot. Old guys. Yeah. That's the thing. They can't shoot. Nope. Um, hey, how about this real quick? Uh, ben Simmons from mm. for, from the free throw line, 35% in his yeah. career. Shaq's laughing at him. Yeah, Shaq at least made 40. Yeah, Shaq's laughing at him right now saying, dude, you suck. <laughs> and that's saying something because Shaq that's, was terrible yeah. at free throws. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, what we're going to be getting into today, obviously, we'll always start with the NFL Week 7 review. And we're going to dive into some NFL teams talk slash my power rankings are back because it's finally some sort of clarity who's good and who's not. Pretty much. Uh, but that could change within the swing of three weeks, but you never know. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to hit some stats of the week, followed by Colorado sports update. As the abs are back in action, so are the Nuggets. So ball arena is rocking. Yes, it uh, is. We're going to hit the Broncos. We're going to uh, Derek and I are going to argue about coaching, and oh. then we're going to what is the main problem with the Broncos' offense? And as always, we will finish up the. Can we just say can we can we just say they the offense just sucks? Oh, I, I before we started recording, I said I agree with you. The Broncos are trash. They suck. It's not because it's not just because of coaching. It could be. The, all right, that's it. I'm out. I'm out. Um, we will finish off with the week eight week eight picks. By the way, Chargers and Chiefs are on bye weeks this week. Yeah, so Kirk Cousins better have a big week for uh, me. Who the hell are they playing? The Cardinals? Hey, he should get at least 300 yards. Their defense is atrocious. Yeah. Vance Joseph over there. Yeah. Coach. God. <laughs> All right. Let's get it started with the review of week seven. And things kicked off on Sunday with the Ravens. Sunday, the Sunday. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. And the Ravens <laughs> beat the Browns 23-20. They didn't completely blow the game away or blow the game up, but they tried to. For the tie. No. Third and seven. No timeouts and seven seconds to go. It's Brissett. And he goes down the middle and it's caught by Peoples-Jones and knocked away on the play and a fumble in Geno Stone. We'll close the door and Baltimore has survived and beaten Cleveland 23 to 20. Yeah, they they've been notorious for doing that a couple times this year, but luckily they were hang on and beat the Browns because uh, as we said, uh, screw Cleveland. Well, wasn't it the stat the Ravens were only behind for like 14 seconds all season and they were oh. two and two? 
Yep. That's just bad luck. No, this is terrible defense. Oh, uh, yeah. It's just it, it's just bad luck cuz literally you hang on for those 14 seconds you're 4-0. Like that's <laughs> Next game was the surprise upset of the week. The Buccaneers went into division rival Carolina Panthers <laughs> building and get blown out 21 to 3. And for the first time yeah, uh, Brady dropped under 500 for the first time in his career after this game. How about that? Been no, he's league. been under 500 before. No, he hasn't. He hasn't been. He hasn't been two games under 500 for like 20 oh. years. Well, now he well, now he is. But, but he, he is, he's but... been. A, he's they've the Patriots have been one and two before. But yeah, their offense in this game just. Oh, dude, I saw this. Mike Evans dropping that open touchdown. Oh, man. You know how much my fantasy hurt then? God. You know how, much, you know how mad everybody was mad that he dropped that? Like, he like literally wide open and just drops it. And that kind of set the tone for the game because they looked bad. Here's, here's the reason the that. Buccaneers lost this game. Tom Brady threw the ball 49 times. They ran the ball 16. You lost to P.J. Walker. Yeah, I thought Sam Darnold was supposed to start, but uh, how about Dante Foreman? 15 carries, 118 yards. Oh, model man. And Chuba Hubbard, nine carries, 63 yards, and a toddy. So Panthers improved to two and five. The Bucks fell to three and four. Mm. Three and three? Yeah. Three and three. Three and four. Three and four. They've done it. They're three and five now. Okay. Yes. Next game, the Falcons went into Cincinnati, and the Bengals were too much for the Falcons, and the Bengals win 35-17. Yeah, yeah, Joe Burrow on your fantasy team this game. Man, were you loving life. Dude just went nuts. And Dude, how about Jamar Chase, too? Joe and Burrow had, had almost 400 passing yards and four touchdowns at half. Yeah. <laughs> Guy, I mean, I think it's safe to say he's found his groove again because he is just playing balls of the wall now. He found his groove, but bad news for the Bengals. Ooh, Jamar yeah. Chase is down four to six weeks, so we'll have to do without him. But, hey, Tyler Boyd, eight catches, a buck 55, and a touchdown. Yeah, he's got two other good guys to throw it to, so yeah. I think he'll be okay. And sneaky tight end Hayden Hurst, too. I think he's very mm. good. So Bengals are back on the positive side of the record, four and three. Falcons fall to three and four. Lions at the Cowboys, Derek. Uh, your Lions suck. Dude, I mean, their their offense the last couple weeks are not looking like number one offense. They can't score. No, they can't. What's going on with them? They've gone from the highest scoring team in the league to the back-to-back games scoring six points, and that was in one game. Yeah, Lions are like, hey, Broncos, yeah, watch this. We'll look worse than you. <laughs> um, surprisingly, they the Cowboys only got 330 yards of offense, but that's all they needed, and they get the win, 24-6. to six. Yeah. Um, Safe to say the Lions are going after Bryce Young in this draft or CJ Stroud? Hope so. Really All right, hope next, so. moving on. Next game, the Giants improved their mm. impressive start. They beat the Jacksonville Jaguars 23 17. The throw at the goal line. Caught by Christian Kirk. But there's no more time. And the Giants defense to the last yard or two holds on and secures the victory jacksonville led for most of this game uh the, the jacks just need to learn how to close i mean yeah they stopped them at the one yard line oh how about that and that's Ugh. how the freaking game ended like just uh, dramatic fashion but 
Yeah. I mean, um, coach of the year, maybe candidate, Giants, right? Was it Dayball? Oh, is his name? Brian Dayball? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I don't Six think it's. Six and one? I don't even think it's close, and it's got to be Brian. Dayball. And Eric, we can't even call him Danny Pennies anymore because he's actually throwing good passes. He's not uh, turning the what, ball over. He's not a dime either. I mean, you go 19 of 30 for 202 yards, that's not a very good pass. Either. I know, but he's not turning the ball over. That's the big thing. He isn't turning the ball over. And it helps would, Saquon Barkley's back. Let's just say this. I wouldn't be surprised if the Giants still get a quarterback in the draft. Yeah. I'm but, throwing it out there right but now. But how about there's six of one? How about, but yeah, it uh, looks like the Jacks found their running back of the future, Travis Etienne, 14 carries, 114 yards, and a tutty. Get it, bud. Catches. Trevor Lawrence is actually playing fairly well. It's just they can't, like I said, they can't close out drives and they can't close out games. Well, so. they will tomorrow. No, they're gonna put they're gonna put up forty. I tell you what, uh, Giants get the they improved to six and one. Jackson Denver will put up nine. No, they'll put up twelve. They'll put up their average. <laughs> Probably. Next game, um, oh. I've given up on the Indianapolis Colts, and apparently the Colts have given up on the Indianapolis Colts. The Colts go into Tennessee. Seriously, they were three, two, and one. A chance to take a victory in the division and the titans pulled the victory out to 1910 colts are benching a quote-unquote injured matt ryan for the rest of the season starting sam ellen ellinger from yeah here on out. yeah i like how they put injured mm-hmm. well is every time he was getting up he was like oh he's holding his shoulder or whatever and it's just Eric, like you know why they're benching him Nine interceptions, 11 fumbles. There you go. That's why they're benching him. He leads the league in both those. Both of them. Yeah, both of them. Nine picks, 11 fumbles. So, And not to mention, Eric, you know how many times he's been sacked? A lot. In seven games, 28. So, there you go. So much for the strength of that offensive of that team is supposed to be their offensive line. Seriously, they're trash. But, uh, Titans fall to 3-3-1. Three, three, and one. Titans improve to 19 I'm I mean sorry, the Colts. They, I'm sorry, Colts the Colts fall to three, three and one. The Titans proved four and two. There you go. Um, another surprise. surprising upset: the Packers mm. lay an egg and lose to the Commanders in Washington, 23-21. Third the in Packers, a row. The third in a row. They've lost to the Giants, Jets, and now Commanders. Mm. Heineke sets up, looking for Terry McLaurin against Alexander. It is caught. Touchdown. Packers hmm. suck. They their offense low key. Actually, not even low key. Their their offense is atrocious. Um, Devonte Adams left the offense, and they just lost their whole identity. They literally did. Yeah. Like he's gone, and now they're just like. <clears throat> Here's the reason why the Packers lost this football game. Aaron Rodgers, 35 passing attempts, running the ball. How many attempts did they have? Aaron Jones was a leading rusher with eight carries for 23 yards. They ran the ball 12 times. 12. And you've got Aaron Jones, top five running back in AJ the league, Dillon. and A.J. Dillon, a very, very good backup. Mm-hmm. Um, it's pathetic. The, the Packers are they're in a world of trouble right now. And their defense couldn't stop the Commanders. Nope. Um, and it, if I'm the, the Commanders, Tyler Heineke, Heineke's my starter. Taylor Heineke. There we go, Taylor Heineke. Yeah, because Carson Wentz sucks. And he's hurt. He gets hurt too much. He gets hurt too much. And even then, it's just like at least Heineke, like, it seems like they trust him. Yep. And then he's 1-0. So Mm -hmm. 
All right, moving into the afternoon games. Uh, a game I didn't watch because I couldn't care less. The Texans went into Vegas to play the Raiders, and the Raiders, it was close at half, but then the Raiders run away with it 38 to 20. Not really surprised because the Texans are just not a good team, and no. the Raiders took care of them as they should have. Yeah, they did, absolutely. Uh, Raiders improved to 2-4. and four. They're probably the best 2-4 and four team in the league, and the Texans fall to 1-4-1. One, Excuse me. Next game was uh, the best game of the week. The Jets came here to Denver to play the Broncos. Uh, and the Broncos' backup quarterback couldn't do it. Jets get the victory 16-9. to And real quick, Brandon McManus, if you miss a field goal, can you act like you actually care? Because he missed an extra point, Eric, and missed a, a field goal. Walked off the field like he didn't really even give a damn. And I looked at him like, dude, the extra point wasn't his fault. I know, but him missing these kicks, like, show some. What is show, he supposed show, to do? Show, show something like oh, he cares. Oh, God. They're complaining about the kicker not looking upset. Well, yeah, I would be upset if I missed oh, it. He cut, But he kind of just misses it, and he's like, whatever. Welcome back to Broncos fans are annoying. No. Here but... on Spotify. But nine points, they score again for the second straight game. How exciting. With, oh, 18 okay. points in two games. We'll get into it. You can't throw 46 times with your backup quarterback. I'm no. Sorry. Oh, I know you can't. That, that's the reason they lost. And Zach Wilson wasn't even that great. Brees Hall, and by the way, Brees Hall tears his ACL. Oh, devastating. Out for the year. Yeah, that but, sucks. That's I maintain if Russell Wilson's in this game, the Broncos probably pull it out. But no. they didn't. Jets improved to five and two, which is stunning. That's not going to keep up. Yeah. And the Broncos fall to two and five. Woo! Another afternoon game. Another like I was yeah, surprised that they won, but I'm surprised that the Chargers didn't put up a fight. Seattle goes into L.A. and beats the Chargers at home, 37 to 23. There's Walker on first down. Gets the edge. Walker down the oh, sideline. He's got the speed. Walker chugging down the sideline. Can he outrace Michael Davis? He can. 74 yards. And Kenneth Walker may have just put it on ice for Seattle. Seriously. How about Austin Eckler, though, in this game? Oh, my God. Guy did everything. Yeah, he had 12 catches for 96 yards and a touchdown. He only ran the ball nine times. Or how about Kenneth? Kenneth Walker having the picture of the year, I think, after he scored that long touchdown run, waving to a fan, Chargers fan, and she proceeds to give him the double bird. Hell yeah. Picture of the year right there. <laughs> um, Seahawks can't throw the ball very well, but they're running the ball extremely well. Like you oh, said, yes, Kenneth Walker, 23 carries, 168 yards and two touchdowns. Hmm. One, of them, yeah, one of those runs was a uh, uh, 74-yard touchdown 74 run. yards. So, yeah. That was kind of the nail in the coffin after that one. Both teams are four and three Bofa. after that game. Bofa. Um, game of the week because this team got demolished. The Chiefs went into San Francisco and owned the losers. They kicked the crap out of them. They kicked the living crap out of them. Yeah. Um, uh, the, the 49ers are hurt. They, they have no defensive backs. Uh, Joey Bosa's not 100%. Now Debo Samuel's down for a couple weeks. And Eric couldn't be any more happier. You're goddamn right I couldn't be. 
um, Patrick Jimmy Garoppolo, Patrick Mahomes threw the. If I had told you in this game before the game started, Derek, that Jimmy Garoppolo is going to throw the ball Mahomes more than Mahomes, what would you have said? Oh, the 49ers must be losing then. And they were. Yeah, that's probably that's why he threw it more because they were losing. Yeah. Um, no. Uh, starters for the Chiefs in the fourth quarter. They basically had the they had the score up high, so it didn't matter. I, I hate to say it, man, but man, Chiefs are good. They look damn good again. Yep. Mahomes is just give him any receiver, and he just he'll throw the ball and it'll make him look good because that's yeah. what he's doing. And the Chiefs also got Kadarius Tony, which is a huge Ooh. trade for them. Uh, Chiefs improved to five and two. Yeah. Niners fall to three and four because they suck. Um, Sunday night game was boring. Steelers. Oh going yeah, what, I mean, what a snooze fest. Uh, the Dolphins win sixteen to ten. Uh, did the Dolphins put up any points after the first quarter? Uh, yeah, just one. Just one, a, they put one up a field, field goal, goal, in, the goal sec- in the second quarter to go up sixteen to ten in the second quarter, and then that remained the score. Yeah. Kenny Pickett throws three interceptions in that game. Tua goes two sixty one in the touchdown. Um, there's not much to say about this. The, the Steelers are in for a long season. Yep, Mike Tomlin's finally going to have his first losing season in 16 mm-hmm. years. It's pretty God, impressive. he's been there that long? 16 years, yep. Wow. Dolphins approved to 4-3. and three. Steelers fall to 2-5. and five. How about this? Monday this night, the yeah. Chicago Bears finally decide to let Justin Fields be Justin Fields and do Justin Fields things, and they dominate. Yeah. 33 to 14 over New England. Because guess what? They did a concept. Let the guy run, and look what happened. He became a dual threat quarterback. Yeah, Justin Fields, he threw for 21 attempts, 179 yards, a touchdown, and a pick. But then he ran 14 times for 82 yards and a touchdown. And then how about Mac Jones getting uh, benched in this game? Yeah, and I get, like, I wish Bill Belichick would stop being a grumpy old man and tell us what the (laughs) hell he's planning. Because, like, Maybe Mac Jones wasn't healthy enough to start in that game, and that's why Bailey Zappi came in. I think that's what the case um, Also, did you see Mac Jones's pass hitting the cable? Yeah. And ESPN denying that it hit the cable? When you yeah. can see the video and it clearly goes... Yep, I know. So, How about that, liars? Um, and then Bailey Zappi comes in, twenty or throws 185 yards, gets a touchdown, and then throws two picks, and was singing Stacy's Mom on the bench. Yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah. Bears improved to three and four. Patriots fall to three and four. And then we'll touch on the Thursday night game. Ravens go into Tampa Bay to host the Bucks. And the Bucks, they fall back to back games. Tom Brady is three and five on the year. Baltimore gets the win, 27-22. Yeah, how about that? It's just man, Tampa Bay is just not looking very good this year. No. And Lamar Jackson just the dude just keeps scoring touchdowns, leading the leading the league in scores, and the Ravens look stupider every week for not paying them. They really do. <laughs> That's just my opinion. I don't know if you agree, but they just look dumber every week for not paying this guy. Yes. Is Lamar Jackson worth forty million dollars plus a year though? Uh, I don't think the Ravens think that, and that's probably why they're going to franchise tag him. Well, I, 
let's just say this. Kyler Murray ain't worth $40 million. Oh, either. God, no. No. I would no, rather no, pay no, Lamar no. Jackson than Kyler Murray, man. Absolutely. Um, but, I mean, they're kind of forced to now. And honestly, I probably would. Yeah. But, man, that's tough to justify. Um, it, well, let's move it into some NFL teams talk. Um, Rodgers and Brady just don't look the same right now, do they? Oh, I hate to say it, Eric. They look old. They look so freaking old. <laughs> I mean, Rodgers is pretty obvious. Devontae Adams being gone is just it hurts. It's killing him. It is yeah. just that it's like you, that, like you took him out of that offense. They look bad. They do not look that. They don't have like a threat anymore, and they don't really have yeah. fear. Well, and Rodgers. We'll, we'll stick with Rodgers to start, but. Him coming out and say people the off like people need to play better and if they don't they need to not be on here. Yeah, maybe you should look. You. Yeah, maybe you should look in the mirror when you say that, moron. Yeah, that's I mean, what I feel like saying. Let me. I'll pull up his stats here, but I, I, I if I'm a Packers fan, I'm embarrassed about this team because, like you said, three in a row to the Giants team you should have beat, Jets a team you should have beat, the Commanders, the Commanders hello, you should have dominated. You should have. And in fact, the Packers were up with like 14 to three, I think mm-hmm. 14, nothing mm-hmm. because of a pick six. And uh, one guy I listened to on YouTube was claiming like, it should have been a 21 to three at one point because of a picks, another, like a fumble recovery for a touchdown, uh-huh. but it was called back because of a holding call. And it was a blatant and obvious call. So even the defense, when something goes right, they bleep it up. And then they, they they lose points, and then they the commanders drove down. I got a touchdown off of it. Yeah, but it's just the the defense can't keep the Packers in these games. The offense has got to come through because, and not to mention, you, you paid Aaron Jones that contract extension game, all and you're money. not using him. I mean, feed him the ball, and not to mention you drafted AJ Dillon in the second round for a reason. Give them the ball. They're both good running backs. Because yeah. guess what? If you if you feed them both the ball, you're gonna do pretty good. Aaron Rodgers on the season, one sixty three of two forty four throwing, so sixty six percent completion. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's got fifteen, almost sixteen hundred yards. Uh, he's averaging six and a half yards per attempt. Wow, and That's... he's been sacked. 15 times. That's bad. Not, not Colts level bad. No. But, but then, Matt, like I said, with the not last, Matt Ryan bad. Like their last game, they threw the ball 35 times hmm. and then they ran it 12. Hmm. You can't do that. You can't do that. Especially with the. Against the Jets. With the score being that close, you can't do that. Against the Jets. Rodgers threw the ball 41 times. Wow. They did run it for 20, but Aaron Jones had nine carries. He averaged 2.1 yards per carry. You can't do that. You can't do that. And they only ran the ball 20 times because they were losing in the fourth quarter and just handed it off. And then against the, the, uh, the Giants, threw the ball 39 times again. You want Rodgers sitting around that 30 yard or 30 attempts. 
Mm-hmm. And also, he's he's only got like 200 yards each game. So it's pathetic. The Packers and then the Bucks are the same thing. You've got to be able to establish the run because Brady's career has been established uh, with a play action pass. Yep. I also think Brady's missing a good tight end over the middle. Well, yeah, he's missing uh, just targets because if you think Russell Gage, uh, Cameron Bray, Julio Jones, Mar- uh, who else is it? Oh, Mike Evans. Other- Mike Chris Evans, Chris, Chris Godwin. Godwin. I mean, all these guys have been in and out of the lineup because of injuries. So I think that plays a big part in it too. And not to mention, just their defense, their secondary is spotty. And now their defense is even worse. I don't know if you saw Shaq Barrett, Torres Achilles. Torres Achilles. Uh, well, so they have, done. I think, two, three out of their four starting secondary players are also out. Yeah. Um, their offensive line is banged up. Yep. Um, also, you were talking about receivers. Godwin and Evans were both targeted 11 times and they only had six completions to them. Mm. And also the quick screen game didn't work at all. That's no. because like they kept trying to do that to Godwin and the Ravens were like, Oh hell no. But Mike Evans. Oh, you got to catch that deep ball that Brady throws to you. Oh God. You have, you have to catch that. Like get me you, fantasy points. You didn't do him any favors. Like by dropping that, like you catch that dude, you're walking. You're walking oh, into that end zone. You're crawling into the end zone. That's how easy that was. Seriously. Um, but let me let's go into my power rankings here, Derek. First time we're doing this. It only took half a season. Um, let's just see who's good and who's bad. We had no idea, and I still don't know. I, yeah. Because like there are good teams just playing terribly, like the Packers. I think they're yes. a good team. They're just playing awful. Yes. Uh, but let's start this. We'll start with the worst teams I have. Starting with the number 10, I actually have the Green Bay Packers there just because of what we said. Their offense is bad, and until their play calling improves and they run the ball more, oh, they're bad. Yep. Number nine, I have the New England Patriots. Their offense is just as bad as any other one. They don't have a quarterback right now. You know what they say, when you have two starting quarterbacks, you actually have none. Yeah, um, but it does look like Mac Jones is starting this week, so yeah, we'll see what happens there. Number eight, I have the Washington Commanders just because they got you mean a number. I think number three, you mean I'm starting from 10 to one from the 10th worst oh, team to the worst team. Oh, gotcha. There you go. Number eight, I've got the Washington Commanders. Uh, you might have beaten the Packers, but you still suck. That, that defense that isn't very good. No, uh, their offensive line isn't very good. They got two good running backs in Gibson and Robinson, though. I like those guys. Yeah. Um. So they're there. Number seven, I've got the Jacksonville Jaguars, mainly because, like I said, they can't close out games, and because of, and drives, and because of that, they're two and five. Now I'm going to say do this have about some bright Jackson. spots up on. They, I was good. I was just about to say. I think in the next. Two, three years, They're gonna be they'll good. win the division. They'll be good. They'll be good. So, number six, I've got your Denver Broncos. Their offense is so bad. The reason they're not in the bottom three is because of their defense is amazing. Their defense is, uh, how, their defense is top five, uh, worst offense. Like, just, I don't know how yeah, that absolutely. works. No defense is phenomenal. Like it's, it's just so sickening good. It's how good so they good. are. They're so good. Yeah. 
Next, I got the Cleveland Browns. Oh, God. They do not have a good offense. No. Um, and when he who must not be named comes back, I don't think they'll be much better. And in fact, I don't hope they be much better. Um, their defense isn't even that good either. It's just supposed to be the bright spot of that team, and they're they're not very good. They can't hold anybody to less than thirty points. Yeah. So, and and no, next one I have the Pittsburgh Steelers. <laughs> Rough. Nothing really needs team. to be said. Yeah. They're they're just they don't have a good offense. Their defense isn't even that great. Um. But uh, yeah, Pittsburgh Steelers are the fourth worst team. Number three, I've got the Carolina Panthers. Yes, you beat Tom Brady. Yes, you beat the Buccaneers. That might be your bright spot of the year. They're bad. Yeah, they, they suck. They have no quarterbacks. They traded away their star. Fired their, their, def- their defense. They fired their head coach. Their defense isn't very good. It's going to be a rough season. Yeah. Number Sam- two. Derek has two teams. Yeah. <laughs> In the top 10 worst teams, the Detroit Lions. I mean, how do you go from having 40 points a game to no points a game? To getting shut out and then scoring six. Um, I love Dan Campbell. I think he might be fired at the end of the year. I mean, he Unless they turn it around. Yeah, because... It's just, I don't know what's going on with them. Now, if I remember correctly, they have an easier schedule coming up the back half of the season, but I mean, you got to at least look competitive, man. I mean, DeAndre Swift's coming back this week, so maybe that will give him a boost on offense. I can only hope because he's been out for several weeks. Uh, Amon St. Brown's been in and out of the lineup. Uh, DJ Chalk has been as well. And then Jamison Williams, uh, that he needs to, I think. When is he going to play? I don't know, but if he comes back, when he comes in, I think that should give him a boost, hopefully. Mm-hmm. But Well, he he's coming off an uh, ACL, right? ACL injury, yeah. So, yeah, I guess let him come back when he can. And the worst team in the league is the Houston Texans. Yeah, nothing needs to be said about that. Um, they All just right. suck. Top 10 teams, Derek. I've got three honorable mentions. What, they're all four and three. One yes. is the Miami Dolphins. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've they've got a good offense, but they got to do better. They got to do more, man. Yes. Um, number f- or the next one is the Los Angeles Chargers. They're a good team, but they're decimated with injuries. J.C. Jackson out for the year. I mean, Joey Bosa in and out of the lineup. I think he's out still. Yeah, Mike Keenan Williams Allen came, now. Mike Williams, but Keenan Allen came back but looked bad. Yep. Um, and Herbert is still clearly dealing with that rib injury. Austin Eckler's doing good to go. So. Hey, he's great. That's why they're there. Right on. Um, and then I refuse to put them in the top 10 because I still don't think they're a good team. They're just playing well as the Seattle Seahawks. Yeah. They're, I mean, they've got a good running game, but if you stop that, is Geno Smith going to beat people? No. No, no, he won't. So they're, they're, they're up there, but uh, we'll see what happens the rest of the season. All right, number 10, I've got the New York Jets. How about that? I don't think they're a good team offensively. They're a very good team defensively. Defensively, yeah. Sauce Gardner is a damn good corner. He is, and they've got a really good front seven. Yes. The other thing that's holding them back is I don't think their offense can hold up the rest of the season. Yeah. They got James Robinson now from Jacksonville to kind of help fill in for Brees Hall, but 
Man, I don't know. Yeah, that home run threat that they have with Brees Hall now that he's gone, I think that's going to hurt him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do too. Because he had great breakaway speed, and now you don't have that anymore. So that yeah. could be a big blow to that offense. Absolutely. Number nine, I've got the Baltimore Ravens. They've impressed me the last couple of weeks. Held on to leads, and they can score. And Lamar Jackson's just, I mean, guy's just playing out of his damn mind this year too. He leads the, leads the league in yeah. touchdowns, Eric. You know how many he has? Good. 50. No. I'm just kidding. 20. 20. 20. He's good. good. He's you think? Good. You think? Rushing right. and throwing, he's got 20. It's pretty Number dead. eight, I've got the Tennessee Titans. They keep that? winning. And I like, I'm amazed because they don't have any threats on offense besides Derrick Henry. Mm-hmm. And their defense is holding Pat. And I couldn't tell you a player on their defense. Yep. So Malik Hooker. Is that yeah. one? Yeah. Safety. Safety. Nailed it. All right, moving on. There you go. Uh, they're 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 fine. Number seven, I got the Cincinnati Bengals. Like you said when we were talking about it, Joe Burrow's got his stride back. He's just yeah, and as soon as Jamar Chase is healthy and comes back, I mean, there's just another weapon for him. But that, that offense they, is getting is starting to click. It's starting to click. Uh, and Hayden Hurst, tight ends, kind of coming alive too. That's helped them out a lot. Mm-hmm. Number six, I got the Dallas Cowboys. I'm still concerned with their offense now. And especially Zeke Elliott's hurt. So Tony Pollard's coming in. Is he going to, is he going to be able to hold up a full game? Um, Dallas Cowboys also made a trade for a defensive tackle, which I don't know why they needed one. Like, yeah, I don't get Um, that. But their defense is the reason they're number six. That defense is really good. Oh yeah. Really good. Micah Parsons leading that group. Yeah. They're pretty good. Mm-hmm. So, Cowboys are five and two, by the way. Um, number five, they're coming off a bye, so it's kind of hard to place them. But I have the Minnesota Vikings. They're not blowing me away with how they're winning, but they're winning. Yeah. And the big key with them is the games like against the Saints, where they hit the double doink off the upright mm-hmm. in the crossbar, and then the Saints mm-hmm. lost the, the, the game. Mm-hmm. That's a game the Vikings lose last year. Mm-hmm. It is so. Um, their their yeah. offense is explosive. Their Justin defense, Jefferson. Oh my god, Justin Jefferson, Adam Thielen, Dalvin Cook. Oh yeah. Now their and Kirk Cousins is playing decent play, too. Well, he just can't play on Monday night. Yep. Just don't <laughs> put him on Monday night, and they'll be fine. Or Sunday night, and they you'll know, be fine. Yeah. Um, their defense is very vulnerable, though. It's not very good. No. So keep an eye on that. Number four, I have the New York Football Giants. Both How New are they teams. six and one? Brian Dayball, man, I think uh, he's playing to Daniel Jones' strength. And I think he's he, – if you kind of look at it, he's kind of making him do what he what he was succeeding while he was a top pick at, when he was at Duke, Eric. He's playing to his strengths. And because you know why he's playing to his strengths? Because, look, he's not turning the ball over. And Saquon Barkley's a beast. I mean, it, you don't turn the ball over. What a concept. You win the game. And the Giants are winning. Here's something, though, I want to point out. Five of their six wins, they've won with the la- in the last 10 minutes of the fourth quarter. Yeah, Daniel Jones, game-winning drive. So, yeah. if you happen to be blowing them out, you might stand a chance. Possibly. <laughs> but they're coming from behind and winning. So, and they're, mm. they're, they're sticking to their philosophy, which is run the ball with Barkley, even if we're down, because yep. he can get you yards. Yep. So, Giants are a top four team. 
Number three, I got the Kansas City Chiefs. I mean, we said it enough, Patrick, Patrick, Patrick Mahomes. It's just – He's you, good. You, you give that guy – you take away Tyree Kill, but yet you plug in Valdez, Scantley, and Juju Smith, and now they get Tony. I mean, just – And their defense is playing very well. Yeah, but – and they still have Travis Kelsey. I mean, oh, man. He's good. Guy, that guy is just, it's just terrorizing and, and defense. Juju, Juju Smith Schuster was all over the field for the Chiefs, too. He just, he's one of those quarterbacks. I think it's safe to say he's kind of like Peyton Manning, Drew Brees. You give him any receiver, he'll make them look good. They could be a no name and he will make them into somebody. Mm-hmm, absolutely. The only criticisms, criticisms I have of the Chiefs is Mahomes trots like a little woman and uh, he needs a helmet that fits his head better. Yes, yeah, serious. The helmet's too big for his head. He trots like a woman. You know who has a bad run too? And this might be because I'm biased, but Jimmy G, when he's when he's jogging onto the field, he bounces. He's like bouncy bouncy. Kyler Murray, he looks like he stole something from his parents' room trying to run. Yeah, because he probably stole some jewelry to sell it online to to feed his video game habits. He's like, hey, Um, he's calling Javis Winston. Hey man, you got some (laughs) you got some crab legs. Well, let's just say if all the only criticisms I have is how your quarterback trots onto the field and his helmet size, that's pretty good. Yeah. Um, it's not about his play on the field. You're okay. <laughs> <laughs> Number two, I've got the Eagles. Oh, man. They're, they might not be the best team in the NFL, but they're playing like the best team in the and they NFL. Just, and they just traded for Robert Quinn. So. Which he's having a okay season right now, but 18 and a half sacks last year. But you, you, you throw that on that Eagles defensive line. Here's the thing with the Eagles. I think they have the best defensive and offensive lines in football. Oh, yeah. And And their secondary is good. And and, uh, Jalen Hurts Hurts is playing very, very well. And how about you and I? You and I were tooting his horn since he got drafted. Mm -hmm. I know I have. I know you've been backing me up with him, too. And I I think putting A.J. Brown on that offense, that getting that trade made a huge difference, getting him another weapon like that. And the emergence of Dallas Goddard, Dallas Garden. Goddard's been having a really good he's year. He's been good for too. years, though. But now that he's the main guy, though, he's been really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the Eagles, before they st- before the season started, what was their o- w- uh, win total over under, Derek? I'd say eight. Nine and a half. Wow. Man, what is it there. now? Oh, I say it's probably 12. 11. 13. Wow. Well, they're good. Only they're undefeated good. team. Uh, and the number one team, there's not much to be said. It's the Buffalo Bills. Good offense, good defense. Josh Allen. I mean, good. I I really do like this team, and I like Josh Allen. If if the guy is just he's a you, the way I saw him in that Chiefs game, Eric. That's a guy you want leading your team just yeah. to see how fiery he was on the sideline, going and high fiving offense. Not only the offense, but the defense, getting them all psyched up and ready to go that guy is that guy is a proven leader and you can definitely tell that team gravitates and they listen to him because he's he's a damn he's a damn good leader and i and i respect the hell out of him because he's dude he's good he's a damn good quarterback wish denver had him (laughs) stupid bradley chubb (laughs) (laughs) all right let's move it on to that other week me you who's going first uh, how many do you have? I got a lot. All right, let me go first because I don't have a ton. Okay, but I do have some him. Let's see. <laughs> Stats of the week. <laughs> All right, Derek. Mm-hmm. 
who has a higher salary? The highest paid player in the WNBA or the Denver Nuggets mascot? Rocky? Mm-hmm. I'd say Rocky. You're right. And it's not even close. No. The Denver Nuggets mascot makes $625,000 a year. Oh, my God. The highest salary in the WNBA is $228,000 a year. No. Yep. Oh, no. Yep. Rocky makes more, and all he does is dance. Wave Rocky makes over twice as much. And he shoots half-court shots going backwards, and he jumps off trampolines. For Too 41 – for, and he does that for 41 games a year, and he makes that much money? Yeah. That's sick. Yeah, that's it's pretty gross. I want that job. <laughs> yeah, right. Are you kidding me? I'd jump off trampoline, tear my ACL, be out for the year. What was the who was the uh was the was it Rocky, the dude that he jumped down from the roof, the ceiling, and passed out halfway down? Oh no, who was that? No, actually, yeah, that was Rocky. it was Rocky, wasn't it? It was. <laughs> oh, that's great. I forgot about that. <laughs> or he's just dangling. People are like, yep. what's wrong with him? Yep, he passed. Uh, so the Ravens, through their first six games, I, w- I meant to do this last week, but we missed a show. By the way, we missed a show last week. Sorry about that. We got busy. Um, yes. The Ravens were the first team in NFL history to hold a double-digit lead in each of their first six games and not have a winning record. <laughs> they were three and three. Oof. Rough. Uh, yeah, that's not good. Yeah. Where's my other stat? There it is. So, Derek, when you heard that the Chiefs were starting running back Isaiah Pacheco, did you add him to your fantasy team? No. Well, you were one of, you were not one of the 600 or 64,000 people just on NFL.com's fantasy alone to add Isaiah Pacheco to their roster. Yeah, my uncle added him because he, had a higher bid than me. 64,000 people. It's mm-hmm. a lot. All right, Derek. The Giants, when they're trailing in the fourth quarter, what is their record this season? Six and zero. Oh. Four and one. Pretty good. What was their record the previous five seasons trailing in the fourth quarter? I say 0 oh and 14. The last five seasons? Yeah. No. Three and 58. Oh my God. (laughs) Three and 58. Uh huh. Holy. That's, oh, that's, oof. That's a bad, I don't know. I'm not good at math, but that is not a good (laughs) winning percentage. That's really low. Oh man. Uh huh. Ouch. Yeah. Uh, so this actually was, I think it still holds up. The Bengals haven't given up a single touchdown in the second half of any game this year. Damn. That's playing, light, playing lights out. Mm-hmm. And on that vein, the Bills have only given up seven points in the second half of games this season. Yeah, that. Yeah, I saw that one. The and other they day haven't given up any like, points wow. in the third quarter. Yeah, that's pretty damn good. I would say so. Uh, let's see here. Tom Brady. Actually, I'm sorry. 
Uh, you know, NFL survivor pools where you like pick mm. a team week to week, just like determine who loses. And then you can't pick that team again to win. Again, you yep. have to pick somebody else. Yep. Over 96% of people have been eliminated from NFL survivor pools this season. Oh, I believe it because there's been such huge. I mean, look at some of the crazy. Look at some of the look at some of the games we just talked about. The Packers losing, the Giants being good all of a sudden. I mean, yeah, a lot of upsets have happened. Mm-hmm. I can believe it. All right. Two years ago, PJ Walker and Taylor Heineke were in the XFL. XFL on Sunday, they beat Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers. The world comes full circle. How about that? You, you're in the. XFL trying to make a name for yourself, then you make it to the NFL and you beat two of the greats. <laughs> that's pretty that's pretty cool, actually. All right. After seven games this season, Daniel Jones has more rushing yards and touchdowns and yards per attempt than Najee Harris. Najee Harris, 329 rushing yards, one touchdown, averaging 3.3 yards per carry. Oh. Daniel Jones, 343 rushing yards, three touchdowns, and averaging six yards per carry. So you're saying he should have a Jones starting every week and not Najee Harris. Yeah, running back. <laughs> and Ugh. I've got two more here, Derek. The Packers head to Buffalo to play the Bills this week. Mm-hmm. The Packers have never won in Buffalo. Well, that's probably going to still uh, come true because they look like crap, and Buffalo is probably going to demolish them. Hey, you never Spoil- know, Spoiler alert. <laughs> you never know. All right, Derek, most touchdowns from scrimmage since 2015. Give me the top five. Who has them? Who has the most touchdowns from scrimmage since 2015? Jonathan Taylor, Derek Henry, are they on that list? Derek Henry is. Jonathan Taylor does not. Derrick Henry has 73, and he's third. Wow. Oh. Four running backs, one's a receiver. Devontae Adams, is he one? He is two with 75. I figured he's got to be up there. Uh, One of them is your favorite running back in the entire world. God, Melvin Gordon. Yep, he's got 68. As soon as he said that, I said, well, he, he, I know who that is. <laughs> he had some pretty good years with the Chargers. Oh, I know he did. Uh, yeah, I was always against the Broncos. Just can't, just can't hang on to the damn ball. Um, the last two are running backs. Oh, Dalvin Cook. No. I mean, he's been tearing it up. I figured he, he has. Be. But he has, he's only been doing that the last, like, two years. Two, Nick Chubb? Nope. Damn. I don't know. Ezekiel Elliott. Nope. Ezekiel Elliott is fourth with 70. Number one is my favorite player for the last few years. Todd Gurley. Todd Gurley. Dude just retired, 26 years old. No, he hasn't officially retired. He just said, I'm done playing in the NFL. He hasn't come out and said it's official. But how about that, though? 26 years old, you're a runner-up for the MVP have all those touchdowns 20 only 26 and nobody wants to sign you well it's because he did his knees his knees gone his it's fall, shot his fall from grace dude and when he was a fantasy 
nightmare if you oh, played yeah. against them. If you played against, if you had them, oh, you were loving life. Yeah, for those first three years with McVeigh, it was just like if you had Todd Gurley on your fantasy team, you were in, you were top of the league. The only By time the way, we didn't play him was his bye week. <laughs> the only so seventy nine touchdowns in eighty eight games for Todd Gurley. Guy was automatic. I mean, you need to score. He could run it or he could catch it. The next closest is Derrick Henry, 73 and 91. Hmm. So I, I love me to some Todd Gurley. That's why I've got his jersey still. I've got Tom I mean, his jerseys. It's one reason my way to this day, Nephew still has his jersey. He said he was just so exciting to watch. And he just all he did was score. Oh, I got all one more did. here. Yeah. Tuesday night's game between the Avalanche and the New York Rangers was the highest watched hockey game in since 2016 hell yeah well because hello abs are pretty good everyone wants to watch them and the rangers are a good team too and it was a damn good hockey game very good game and it was on espn so people could watch yes the game peaked at 1 million total viewers an average 750,000 people watching Ugh, I was one and, of those people. And Comcast won't put them on your TV, folks. I was one of those people. I was one of those people hard. <laughs> is that all you got? That's all I got. Sorry, I took a long time. No, you're good. This is a crazy stat. Uh, Justin Tucker has made 61 consecutive field goals in the fourth quarter or overtime. So, safe to say, if the game's on the line, you need a field goal, the guy's going to make it. Speaking of a kicker that when he misses one, needs to calm down, you need – he, you need to show a little of emotion when you miss one, not just like, what happened? Yeah. What? Am I dead? <laughs> Eric Lynn, look at this. This is a crazy stat. 121 players were on the 2008 Florida Gators team, college football. 41 players from that team have been arrested. <laughs> Jesus. 41 of them. So, what's troublemakers on that team? And how about this one about Joe Burrow? Joe Burrow is the only player in NFL history to have two 500 total yards and four touchdowns in his career. And this is only his third season. That's pretty good. Do you think? <laughs> no, nah, I've seen better. Oh, right here. This is crazy. So, this is a stat from back in 2019. Buccaneers went seven and nine. The Chargers went seven and nine. Uh, they drafted an offensive tackle with the 13th overall pick. And then the Chargers drafted an offensive tackle. Then the Buccaneers drafted a DB in the second round who was named after his father. The Chargers, this past draft, drafted a DB named after his father. <laughs> The Buccaneers won a Super Bowl 55 in their home stadium, and Super Bowl 56 is in SoFi Stadium. Is that pointing at signs to come, Eric? Uh, no, they both suck. Okay. Uh, Russell Wilson has more bathrooms in his house than he does touchdown passes in six games. <laughs> uh, to clarify, Russell Wilson has 12 bathrooms in his house and five touchdowns in six games this year is it a dream to have more bathrooms in your house than anything else no <laughs> unless you got to go a lot or you live with a lot of people unless you're walking from one side of the house to the other and can't can't hold your uh, hold it in all enough 
And your last stat of the day, Eric, I'm not making this up. This is just amazing. Matt Ryan will never get away from the from the nope, Super Bowl. I saw curse. this stat. I saw this stat. Matt Ryan's time as a starter for the Colts lasted exactly 28 weeks and three days. That poor guy, leave him alone. 28 to <laughs> the Super Bowl. Leave the poor guy alone. He's suffered Eric. enough. Uh, I mean, the poor guy, Eric, will never, never ever, ever never. get away. I mean, it's going to be etched on his grave when he dies. 28-3, Matt Ryan, but it's 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 never going away. I feel sorry Lo- for the guy. Loving husband, great father. 28-3. 28-3. Three. <laughs> and there you go. That's all the stats of the week I got. All right, let's move it on to Colorado team's update. We're going to start with CSU. They got their second victory of the season last week against Hawaii here in Fort Collins, 17-13. They improved to 20, sorry, two and six on the year. Avery Morrill ran 147 yards and two touchdowns in the win. Not bad. But this week, they had CSU heads to Boise State to take on the Broncos. They are 25 point underdogs to head into this game. Yeah, CU, uh, CSU. CSU. They're just, well, they're better than CU. Let's just throw it out there. Okay, they're better. They have one more win than they do. And their defense but, can hold people to under 20 points if they need to. But let's just say it. Uh, Boise State is going to kick the living crap out of them. Derek, CSU and their history of CSU playing in the Mountain West have never beat Boise State. It's probably going to stay, stay, stay Fun the same fact, today. CU has never beaten one team. Do you know who that team is? Oh, God. I don't know. Utah? USC. Oh, yeah. And that's going to have, uh, they're going to wax them again this year. Wax. Yep. Speaking of CU, they got their asses handed to them by Oregon State Beavers by final score of 42 to nine. Yeah, they scored nine points too. Woo! Whose like offense would you rather have? Broncos, CSU, or CU? Is neither an option? I'm taking I'm taking Broncos because at least you have Russell Wilson. I mean, yeah, I I guess I would take them. Yeah. <laughs> um. So CU is set to host Arizona State, a team that they could potentially get a win against because ASU is not anything to shoot to, to talk about. Yeah, they're they fired team. Herm Edwards. Yes. Um, but they're 13 point under. Fired them during the game for the <laughs> on the sideline. Like, how, how tacky do you have to be to do that? Well, they are hosting the Coyotes in the same building, so. Yeah. Um, Sun Devils are 2-6, and 13-point favorites here at CU. I'm going to say it. I think they can win. Mm. Got Josh McCowan's son. Yeah. Luke McCowan. Is it Luke McCowan? Cade. Cade. So I was close, right? Cade, Luke, what's the difference? Just a C and an L. <laughs> and an a little a, off in the alphabet and there. D. Yeah. And a U and a K. I got the E right, though. Yeah. Air Force is off this week, but they fell to, speak of the devil, Boise State, 19-14. to 14. Uh, They're now 5-3 and three on the season, which is a little bit of a bummer. I thought they were going to be, you know, be maybe one to two losses this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Brad Roberts, held 90 yards, which is would be a good game if he didn't average 140 yards a game. <laughs> Seriously. Um, and only one touchdown. 
And uh, they only had 271 yards of total offense against Boise State. So Boise State's good, man. Uh, yeah. I always remember Boise State for that Statue of Liberty touchdown in the uh, Tostitos Sun Bowl. Against Oklahoma? Yep. I mean, that was, was just – That was a great game because that was to win the game in overtime, right? Yep, Jared Zabransky, infamous quarterback. Zabransky, what a name. Yeah, what a name. Yeah. Um, well, because that, at that time, what an up. That was a huge upset at that time. That'd be absolutely. Uh, both both teams are underway in ball Wolf arena up. this season. Avs are 4 3 and 1, and the Nuggets are 4 and 2. Let's start with the Avs. Um, they fell to the New Jersey Devils last night, 1 to nothing. They just looked sloppy. They looked really bad. They looked sloppy. Um, Nachushkin is also injured. I don't know when he's going to be back, but that's a huge loss because Nachushkin was on fire. And Landis Cog being out with the surgery. Landis Cog's out till January. Yeah, that sucks. Um, but bright, bright spot of the season besides Nachushkin. How about Alexander Georgiev? Guys 4 0 1. He's, uh, he's looking like Joe Sackick knew what he was doing, trading for the guy. And he had that game against the Rangers, his former team, where after he wins in the shootout, you see his celebration where he's, like, he's jacked up and he did a salute to the other end of the ice. Real quick, I just love how uh, the Avs just kicked the crap out of Vegas, too, the other night. Just loved it. Like, well, Georgiev, again, that was his second best game of the season. He looked really good. He stole that game from the last nice yeah, period. Last Saturday, and all I have to say is uh, screw Vegas. I'm just glad they beat him because <laughs> I, I, I just really just do Speaking not Speaking like of Vegas, Vegas, did you see the game where uh, they were playing San Jose and they scored in San Jose Stadium? Yep. And the, the, <laughs> the PA announcer hit the button for the goal horn. <laughs> That's the night scored on the Sharks. The only thing I could think of is that the dude passed out watching the game because the Sharks are terrible. And all of a sudden he heard he heard a goal go off. He's like, oh, what? Uh oh. Wrong team. Wrong team. I thought that was hysterical. <laughs> oh, I thought um, it was too. It was great. But the ass take on the Islanders this uh, tonight. Tonight, 5 30 in New York. This is kind of what I expected the ass to start. Kind of, you know, a little slow. But Evan Rodriguez is picking it up, which is big. Um, but Alex Newhook has got to start scoring, man. Francois needs to start playing better too because he's has. A Fran- the, I, I'm not going to put that on Francois because he lost one nothing last night. Yeah, he lost three to two, I believe was the other one. Mm-hmm. And the the one game that was bad was Calgary, but they were set up for failure in that one. Yeah, because after so, the time crunch, it's, and everything, it's the, just stupid. Remember the Avs were four five and one to start last year. Yeah, and they won the cup, so I'm not really worried. I'm not either. Um, also, the Avs. It's not how you start, Eric. It's how you finish. Absolutely. The Avs, they play the Islanders, and then they're off till next weekend because they're playing back-to-back games in Finland against the Columbus Blue Jackets. Finland. Mm-hmm. So it should be fun. I would expect Rantanen to be – Rantanen and Lekkanen want to pick it up to show their home crown. Home crowd, uh, some fun. By the way, Rantanen, he might not be scoring, but man, can he pass the puck this year? Miko is oh my just, god, he's an assist machine this year. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. Well, because what was the what was the game that he had four? This is the first game of the season. First, first game of the season. He had All four. on the power play. I was like, oh yeah, just like wow. By the way, the Avs power play right now is like at fifty percent. 
That's not going to keep up. <laughs> no, but, but they're they're, on, they're so good on the power play. Yeah, they're on fire. Although they went zero for four play. last night or zero for five, that's not good. But no, that's not. They're they're still a damn good team, and they just got time. Uh, the other team, the Denver Nuggets, are four and two to start their season. Uh, yeah. Bad loss opening night, but I expected them to lose because, you know, yeah. they've only beaten since Michael Malone's been the coach. They've only beaten the Jazz once in Utah. Yep. Um, but. They're off to a good start. Um, Jamal Murray and Michael Porter Jr. are still working their way back in. Jokic Aaron Gordon's playing very well. And Jokic is just – you've seen why the guy went back-to-back MVP. Eric, he's good. He's, he's a one-of-a-kind player. You, you watch him. He's just – damn, is he good. He is – I mean, and I'm glad he plays for us, and he's locked down for a few years. He's not going anywhere. Guy's a damn good player. Well, in the Lakers game, I thought it was funny that the the Lakers started the fourth quarter with like LeBron James and Anthony Davis, not Anthony Davis, and all their big guys. And real to like, quick, to like get hold on, hold on to get back in the game, and then the Nuggets were like, "Okay, we're putting Jokic in for some defense," and then they just shut him down. Do you remember that game last year? Who was who were they playing? Where uh, Jokic pushed Marquise Morris? Was it the Clippers? Yeah, it was a bad foul, and and Jokic was something was said to him, and he went and pushed Morris from behind. And Morris and, acted like he died. Yeah, and I just wanted to point out that the Jokic brothers made a joint Twitter account to purposely attack and go after the the Morris brothers mm-hmm. on Twitter because the Morris brothers had a joint Twitter account, and yeah. the Jokic brothers made a Twitter account, and they talk crap to him on Twitter. Dude, I, the Jokic I, brothers scare me. They're bigger than Nikola. And I just think it's funny that I'm like, the brothers made a joint account to talk crap to those guys. And even like they talk, because the way, you know, the way they talk with their broken English because of their accents, they even talk like that on Twitter. And it's just, I, I just think it's really funny. So I saw that the are, other day and it was great. Nuggets are four and two. They beat Golden State, by the way. Yes. And the Avs are four, three, and one. And they play the Lakers on Sunday, and the Lakers are 0-5. Yeah, second time in three games they're playing them. Eric, real quick, uh, what what do you think uh, the Lakers are shooting overall from the field? 36%. It is not good. So – Was I right? So, for, yeah, pretty close. like you just nodded on a podcast. 30 – 35.6% from the field. Eric, what do you think they're shooting from three? Oh, God. 22%. 21. Oh, man. They are currently the worst team in the league right now, like record-wise, and the worst team shooting-wise. Well, it's because they're keeping Russell Westbrook from shooting, from, like, driving the hoop, and they're making him shoot, and he can't shoot. No. Lakers suck, and I'm just, I just love to see it. All right, let's move it along to Broncos talk. And Derek and I, before we started recording, God. we had a little bit of a little bit of a disagreement here. So he says after that loss to the Jets, which was a bad loss, I think their worst loss of the season. Game uh, sixteen to nine. He says better. the issue is coaching. Now, while I agree with him. That the issue, an issue is coaching. A issue, an issue, a issue. The not the issue, but a issue is coaching. Mm-hmm. It's also their offensive roster is not deep. 
I mean, no, their roster isn't. But I think what I was looking for in the Jets game is if Rippon came out, looked good. Which he never did. Well, no, I know. But if he came out and looked somewhat decent through, you know, a couple touchdowns and whatnot, we'd be like, okay, well, problems quarterback. But he came out and just looked bad. And the play calling looked the same with short dump passes. I mean, you had a third and 16 because of penalties. You throw it for three yards. What are they supposed to do? Rippin can't throw it more than 15 yards accurately. Well, I, know, I know, but even when Rawson is in there, they're still doing that. Like, why? Get, get, try something they don't, different. They don't have the offensive horses to do it. But, but just they try don't have something time, different. They don't have time in the pocket because their offensive line sucks and is injured. That's their running bad. backs can't block for anything behind the line of scrimmage. By mm-hmm. the way, the Broncos signed Marlon Mack, who we thought they should have signed in the first place. Yeah, so hopefully well, – Because they... Latavius Murray, I don't think it has it anymore. And Melvin Gordon, they clearly don't trust him. No, Latavius Murray can run, but the guy just has no burst of speed. He's no, just no I think I actually him. really like Marlon Mack and surprised he was on a practice squad. Yeah, so hopefully we get a glimpse of him tomorrow and you can see what he looks like. I think – I hope he looks good because the guy is a damn good running back, I think. I think so too. I – and I expect – I would expect – if the offense – I wouldn't expect – I the offense needs to put up 20 points against Jacksonville. You have to. And if you if you come out and you have 10 points or less, which, spoiler alert, I'm expecting them to. <laughs> if you put up that against Jacksonville, it, oh, boy, you go to two and six into your bye week, and you're the bottom of your division, bottom of the AFC. You're, you're right there with Houston. And when you come out of your bye week, your schedule does not get any easier. No, not even close. I mean, if you look at it right out of their bye week, they, they're on the road at 11 o'clock against the Titans. Not good. It's and then you have, not good. But then you have the Raiders. You host them, which you might be able to do it because it's here in Denver. But then you go to the Panthers. That's a win. At the Ravens, no. Host the Chiefs, no. Cardinals, yeah, maybe. At the Rams, Eric, what do you think about that? Christmas Day. Oh, the Broncos are getting blown out. Rams, yeah. Uh, At the Chiefs, no. And then you host the Chargers, no. Well, Herbert historically doesn't play well here. But the Chargers might be fighting for a playoff spot. So realistically, how many more games do you think they can win? Run through it for me again. Titans. So you got at uh, at Tennessee, host the Raiders, at the Panthers, at the Ravens. All right, stop right there. Mm -hmm. I think they could go two and two in their stretch. All right, then who do they beat? The Panthers definitely. Titans and Panthers. I I I could see them going two and two during that stretch. And is the Ravens game is in Baltimore? In Baltimore at at eleven, which has shown on the East Coast at 11 o'clock, they're not very good. Different coaching staff, but I get your point. Yeah. So, okay, I, let's just say they go two and two. Okay, and then after that, they have – they host the Chiefs. Loss. <laughs> host the Cardinals. Oh, I'm sorry. No, I didn't mean Titans. Um, Raiders. I think they could beat the Raiders. Okay. So, lose the Titans, lose the Ravens, beat the, the Raiders, and beat the, Car- the, the Panthers. 
Okay. Sorry, so then, Chiefs lost. Yep. Host the Cardinals. Win. At the Rams. Loss. At the Chiefs. Loss. And then he hosts the Chargers. Last game of the year, Chargers might be fighting for a playoff spot. All the stars will play. Justin Herbert is not very good here in Denver. That's been proven. He struggles here in Denver. Well, let's just let's just say they get the win. How many is that? So that's one. Six? Seven? So you said they go two and two, and then they beat the Cardinals. They beat the Chargers. So that's four. Six. Four more wins. What, what, that put, the, put them at six and 11. With how bad their start has been, that's right where they should be. And it sucks. And I understand you guys had a lot of expectations on the year. I told you it would be until the bye week before the offense really started to flow. And that's going to happen. And it's just the thing with me, too, is Russell Wilson needs to stop with his let's ride crap after these post-game interviews with them losing. Like, dude, come on. Don't be saying that stuff. And I mean, he used to do the same thing with the Seahawks, dude. He would say "Go Hawks" at the end of every. I know, game, which but, is fine. I, I know I, it's cheesy, and I'm okay with it. But Eric, and how like, cheesy is it? What he did the other day, saying he worked out for four hours on the plane. Now, I don't know why he told us that, but I'll, I'm going to say, dumb. let's say the Broncos are five and two. Yes. The narrative flips. People are like, wow, he's dedicated. Wow, look at this guy. No, I I no, I would be like, no, no, what, no, what you, you know people would be saying, look how dedicated. I wouldn't be saying is. that. I, I'd be like, why would. be like, why the hell would you be working out on a plane for four I, hours? And if I was on the plane, I'd be like, Russ, sit the hell down, man. I'm <laughs> yeah, trying like, to take what, I'm trying like, to take a nap. Yeah, like what are your like what's your teammates doing? Like, where is he? In another is he on the wing of the plane? Now, if he had said something where he's like, I was just trying to rehab on the plane, blah, blah, blah. Okay, fine. That would make he, sense. He went into too much detail. I'll give you that. I I just, if the Nair, if the Bronco, and like out those subway commercials, even if they were winning are bad. Oh, God. Just... But I feel like if the Broncos were five and two, the narrative would be different. And I, I think that's what the problem is, is people were like, oh, Russell Wilson, new coaching staff. This is instantly going to be a five and two, well, six no, no. and start. What, what, what I think and again, I'm is, not saying you, I'm just saying Broncos fans in general. And I think you got too high of expectations. Not everyone is Sean McVay and can come in and turn a roster from four and 12 to 11 and five and hosting a playoff game like that. Oh, oh I know. And I, and I knew with a new coaching staff and new quarterback and everything, I knew it would take a few weeks for them to gel together, but I did not picture them looking this bad and flat, though. And that's what's frustrating is that. They continue to roll out and do the same crap every week, and it's not working. Like, you got to try something new. You just have to try something new. And and it's just – I feel like if you try something new, maybe it will click and something else will work. But when you continue to roll out and do the same dump passes and not, you know, not throwing the ball downfield, which he has, he did do. He's trying, but it's no. just – it's George just, and George Payton came out and said that we're not changing the coach and they shouldn't. What what is that going to fix? I Nothing. But what Nothing. I think is, I think Hackett shouldn't be calling the offensive plays anymore. I think maybe that's too much on his plate of being a this head coach year. I that. agree with you. Let him learn how to be a head coach to start. They like have you, some. They have some. Real quick, I don't mean to cut you off, but they have someone on the roster who has called offensive plays before. 
Gary Kubiak's son, Clint Kubiak, did call plays for the Vikings. Sure. So maybe try giving it to him and seeing if he can implement some new life or something, and maybe it might look different. Sure. That's what I would try. And the rest of the season, I'm not looking for the Broncos. I'm not – they're not going to win very many more games. No, no, they're not. I know I'm looking to see if they can make improvements, and I think they will. You've got – You've got Russell Wilson, who could be a Hall of Fame quarterback. You've got a very good offensive coach. He's just, I think you're right. I think he's trying to do too much as a head coach mm. and call the plays. Well, clearly, that's why he hired that guy to help him with game management. Yeah. So I, it just, it's going it, to take the rest of the year, see what's going to happen. And then next year, if they do the same thing, oh. then you've got an issue. Yeah. I didn't expect much from the Broncos this year. I, I thought they would be better. I didn't expect are. their offense to look this flat, though, and that's no, what's frustrating. And I, I didn't think it was going to be this flat. That is true. It's so bad. But it's it's an all-around offensive struggle is the issue. Oh, it is. And Jerry Judy's got to catch the damn ball. I'm and sorry. Quick, and quick, yeah, and quit complaining to Melvin Gordon on the sideline. Yeah. And Melvin Gordon, quit pouting on the sideline. There's a reason you're not getting the ball. Yeah, maybe hang on to it, not hold it like a loaf of bread. No. <laughs> All right, but Eric, you can agree. Their offense is just trash. It sucks. Can you? It is right now. It is yes. It's because of because of injuries. And we and and we can each agree their defense is freaking damn good. Yeah, and I do think if Russell Wilson plays in that that Jets game, I think they have a better chance of at least putting up more than sixteen points. Or nine, you mean? Well, they would have had to put up sixteen to win. No, I don't tie. think they would have. I don't. I, I think they, I, they would have. They, they would have. A hundred percent. Wilson would have put down at least another touchdown drive. Eric, they would have put up fifteen and still lost. I think. I think you're underrating Russell Wilson a little bit. When you have right. more, hey, well, when you have more bathrooms and touchdown passes in your house, then yeah. I, I I think Russell Wilson would have orchestrated. He's very good at orchestrating comebacks. Hey, well, we'll we'll, we'll find out tomorrow, won't we? We'll and the, think about the Colts game, which you think was their worst game of the season. Oh. They were a bad read away from getting a, the game-winning touchdown. So, all right, let's move it in to week eight. Minute, me, 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 mini, me, 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 me. Let's kick things off with the earliest game of oh, the boy. week. And London. And London like Jamaican mom. The Broncos are playing Jacksonville Jaguars. <laughs> Jamaican man. <laughs> hey, what's the coming to go? Okay. Broncos are. Oh, hang on. I closed the wrong app. Ugh. They're not favorite. They're not favorite. Jacksonville, Jacksonville's good in London. They are four and four overall in London in their history, which is insane. Two and a half point favorites are Jacksonville. Derek, who do you got? <sighs> Jacksonville. I mean. I can't believe I'm saying that, but uh, I don't know. I just think this offense is going to come out and look flat. I think it might be a low-scoring game because Denver's defense will probably hang around and keep them in the game, but I'm telling you right now, if Jacksonville scores 14 points, it's over. Denver can't score 14 points. So, And I think I just think Travis Etienne will have a pretty big game again, and that might uh, that might be the difference. I agree. I don't think Lawrence is going to have a good game because no, he, of the Broncos' defense. Defense, yeah. Um, 
I, I'm concerned about the Broncos' pass rush a little bit. Chubb isn't had that good of a season, and Nick Benito's got a little little bit to prove. But, but can we agree though? Barrett Browning is a man. Is he going to be good? Mm-hmm. Man, now he doesn't he have damn. to think as a middle linebacker. He can just go find oh, ball, get ball. Man, is he good though on the on the edge? What a switch they made putting him on the end. So that game kicks off at seven thirty uh, on ESPN Plus. By the way, not even ESPN. Seven thirty Mountain Times, nine thirty on the East Coast. Yes, sir. Three thirty uh, in the morning in Hawaii. That is not worth it. <laughs> Moving on to the 11 o'clock games. The, for the division lead, the Panthers are going to Atlanta to face the Falcons. Falcons Did you just four. say the division lead? If whoever wins that game will be win- leading the division, either the three and five Panthers or the four or the three and or the, it'll be four and four Falcons. Yep. Oh, that division is trash. Falcons are four point favorites at home. Yep, give me the Falcons. I was say it's going to be the Falcons. Yeah, the Falcons are at home, and I just, as we said, the Panthers are just bad. Sam Darnold, Baker Mayfield, PJ Walker. It doesn't matter who's quarterback for them. The <laughs> Panthers aren't going to win. No, no, it's not even going to be close. I think the Falcons blow them out at home. Yeah. Uh, next game, the Chicago Bears coming off their biggest victory of the season go into Dallas to face the Cowboys. Cowboys are ten point favorites at home and i think that's for good reason because i don't think the bears offense can do anything against this cowboys defense yeah i think for good reason i think dallas just i think they take care of business and i think it could be a blowout <laughs> i don't see it the could. bears now really if the bears if the bears do what they did last week it could be a well, close game it could but i just don't see them doing that again and no Ezekiel elliott we'll see what happens with the cowboys but uh, I, I I would take the under on the 10 points, but uh, I think the Cowboys get the job done at home and improve the 6-2. and two. All right, The then. Miami Dolphins head to Detroit oh, to face boy. the Lions. I thought this spread was going to be bigger. The Dolphins are only three-and-a-half-point favorites on the road. <sighs> you pick first. Well, I ain't picking the Lions. I don't trust this defense against Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle. Yeah, that's what I was about to say is, you know, my heart's telling me, they're, they're going to do it, Derek. But my brain's like, uh, no, their defense is trash, and I think that's going to be the difference. Jalen Waddle, Tyree Kill, I think, are probably going to have big days. I think they're literally licking their chops over this crappy secondary. <laughs> I mean, they've, they've played a little bit better, and, like, Akuda's playing better, but, yeah, they're still not quite there. Yeah, I think we give me the Dolphins as much as I hate to say it. Yeah, and I'm also hammering that three and a, over that three and a half, by the way. Yeah. Um, so the Lions win, though, would you be surprised? No, I wouldn't be either. With DeAndre Swift coming back tomorrow, though, I think that might help their offense a little it bit. It could. It, it really could. And St. Brown is a game time decision. So if he, if him and Swift each come back, I think that will help them for sure. All right, next game Cardinals. At the Vikings, Vikings coming off their bye, three and a half point favorites at home. I think this is going to be a high scoring affair. I sure as hell hope it is. <laughs> I want it to be a good game at least. Who you got, D Money? I think the Vikings because they're at home. Like as we said, I, I don't trust the Cardinals' defense. Their defense is just not that good. I want to say I don't really trust their offense that much either. Yeah, I, I mean, think no, and James Connor John- is still out. Yeah. Justin Jefferson, I think, will probably have a big game. Oh, for sure. He's got 654 receiving yards on the season already. Wow. 
Also, I will say DeAndre Hopkins coming back in his first game and catching 10 passes is insane. Made a, yeah, Kyler Murray. I think and that it made would, a huge difference. Honestly, it wouldn't surprise me if the Cardinals put a bunch of points on the Vikings and the Vikings couldn't keep up. Possibly. I, I just like the Vikings offense, especially at home. I think their defense is a little better too. So mm-hmm. Raiders at the Saints. The Saints are only one and a half point underdogs at home. Yeah, give me, give me the Raiders. The Saints are just, I don't know what's going on with them this year. Injuries, for that matter. Michael Thomas is out. Jarvis Landry is out. Jameis Winston is just not playing good. Not to mention Andy Dalton's your backup. The guy threw two pick sixes. Back-to-back pick sixes. Too, <laughs> back-to-back. And so you have two starting quarterbacks that turn the ball over a lot. So it doesn't really matter who's starting for you. I will say his first pick six was not his fault. It bounced off his receiver's hands. It did. Um, but, yeah, I think the Raiders are the best two and four team in the league. And I think they're better than some four and three teams. They just had bad luck at the beginning of the year. And uh, they've been back-to-back games. Josh Jacob has just been running like a madman. Absolutely. Too. And the Saints are decimated with injuries on the secondary on the defensive line the offensive Defense. line quarterbacks receivers receivers so and i think calvin i'll say kamara's in and out of the lineup so mm-hmm. give me the raiders i don't think it's going to be close yeah it might be because it's in new orleans but man saints are in trouble yeah they are all right derek division rivalry patriots going into jet the new jersey to face the jets jets are two and a half point favorites yeah, I think the the Jets. I can't believe I'm going to say this, but I think the Jets because the Patriots are just, like you said, they have two quarterbacks, so they don't really have a starter. <laughs> so well, Mac Jones is starting this week. He took 90% of the reps in practice, apparently. But, uh, yeah, I think the Jets because they're at home and they're just a better team. And I think making that trade for James Robinson – I think that will that will play a big part. And that, granted, he's not Brees Hall, but no, at least getting a good, not... Go ahead, at least good getting a complimentary running back like that though will help. Yeah, I don't think he's going to help out this much. I think Zach Wilson's going to be the detriment to the Jets in this game. He's going to, I think he's going to turn the ball over too much, and the Patriots are going to scheme up, and <laughs> I think they win this game. Really? Um, I don't trust the Jets. Yeah, they're five and two, and their defense is decent. Their offense is bad. It's and now that Brees Hall is out, James Robinson's not going to fix that. He's good, but he's not a home run hitter. Uh, I think I like the Patriots on the road. I think to knock the Jets down a little bit. All right, then. Jets will be wearing their all blacks and their new black helmet, by the way. So they'll look good, but they'll lose looking good. <laughs> Steelers go into Philadelphia to face the Eagles there. No, that they're all from Philadelphia. They, no, they're in Pennsylvania. That's right. Wow. Battle of Pennsylvania. Battle of yeah. Pennsylvania. The Steelers are not good in Philadelphia, and they're just not good in general this year. Eagles are eleven point favorites, and I Oof. think they dominate this game. Yeah, I think so too. It's just, I mean, it's written all over. I mean, the writing's on the wall. Steelers aren't going to be a good team this year, and clearly the Eagles are a hell of a lot better. Yeah, I I, I don't think this is going to be close. I, I'm hammering the over 11 and a half. You think Minshew Mania makes an appearance in this game because of the score? Oh, yeah, in the second quarter because it's going to be 40 nothing at the end of the first. Could be. Just kidding. It's not going to be that bad. Oh. <laughs> Eagles don't do well offensively in the second half, though. Keep an eye on that. Yeah, they don't. 
But I still think they get the win. Yes. Titans at the Texans. The Titans lost in Texas last year. Can they do it again? They're only two and a half point favorites, which is stunning to me. Division games are weird like this because you just never know. I mean, I mean, yeah, look at Jacksonville and the Colts. Prime example. <laughs> yeah. Colts can't win in Florida. Um, no, I think Tennessee beats them. It's just the Texans are just not a good team. They're bad. Davis Mills is not a starting quarterback, and I think he'll have a couple costly turnovers in this game. But right, bright spot for the Texans, though, Damian Pierce, damn, what a running back that guy is. Fifth in the league in rushing yards. I really want to pick the Texans. Do it. Do it. Pick the crappy Texans. I want to so bad, but I can't. How are they only two and a half point underdogs at home? I don't know. I'm oh, picking man. the Texans. Screw it. Oh boy. I, I just, I mean, just for the chaos of the NFL this year, it could happen. Will it? Been. No, but it could happen. But it very well could happen. Yep. Yeah. Give me the Texans. I, you know, maybe because the Titans' defense isn't that great. The over-under is 40 and a half. That ain't happening. No. <laughs> um, all right, moving on. Commanders are in Indianapolis to face off against the Colts. Sam Ellinger getting his first career NFL start, and he is a three-point favorite at home. I mean, you really don't know what you're going to get from this kid. So who do you trust more, Ellinger or Tyler Henneke? <laughs> Heineke. But I think the Colts' defense will be the difference in this game, and that's why I'm picking them to win. It's because the defense and they're at home. And just, they have Jonathan Taylor, even though he's not 100% healthy. I actually def- – oh, go ahead. No, the defense, I think, for the Colts will help them win this game. I actually like the commanders in this game because I trust Heineke more than Ellinger. You have no idea what to expect from Ellinger. No, no. idea. Now, that could be an advantage. You never know. But I like the I like Heineke with using all of his weapons on offense. They have a good running game. They have a good front seven, very yeah. underrated front seven. And I think they're going to take advantage of the Colts' weak offensive line right now. Oh, so give me the Commanders true. on the road. If Matt Ryan was playing. I'd play. I pick the Commanders. <laughs> oh yeah, in a heartbeat. <laughs> yeah, in a heartbeat, I would. All right, Derek, this could be game of the week. Giants at six and one are going to the four and three Seattle Seahawks building. <laughs> Seahawks, of the week. Seahawks are three point favorites at home. Seattle's favorite? Uh huh. Oh, this is a tough one to pick. You go first. No, I was. No, you go first. I don't know. <laughs> um, man. This is a tough one to pick. This is a tough one. Um, the Giants, they, they're they're playing so well right now, and I, they got Saquon Barkley. Who the hell else? Yeah. And the Seahawks are playing well too, and they're at home. DK Metcalf's hurt though, so that's a tough. Uh, give me the Giants. I just, I don't trust Seattle, and they're kind of like look good one week, look bad the next week, look good one week, look bad the next week. Yep. And the Giants are just consistently playing well, so I'm going to take the Giants. Yeah, I do too. I just I don't trust Geno Smith because no. if they if they get down, which they might, put the game on his shoulders, you're in trouble. 
And you don't have a good starting receiver anymore now that Metcalf is down. Yes. All right, Derek. The San Francisco 49ers are battered, beaten up, and terrible. They're headed to L.A. to face the Rams where they all – Jimmy G looks like freaking Joe Montana every time he plays. Seven it. straight games they've beaten your Rams in the regular season. In the regular season. Derek, this game's a pick em. They don't have any favorites because the, the Niners beat the Rams so much, but they're so banged up. No See, Debo Samuel. This no is secondary simple. help. This is similar to the Broncos and Chiefs where you have one team that's just been dominating the last several years. But the Rams are at home. They have momentum. What do you mean they have momentum? They're not up. They came off a bye week. A bye week, but Debo Samuel's not playing. I think that's a huge difference. Yeah, he's always like he's always like a you, Rams killer. But like you said, Jimmy G just plays like freaking Joe Montana against one team, and it makes me so mad. You want know Eric? I'm gonna. I, I think your Rams finally do it. I think they break the curse. Uh, don't give me hope. I think it's a close game, and I think it comes. I think I'm picking 23-20. Rams win by field goal. You I know, my ideal situation really... is the Rams win 35 nothing. Well. Yeah, I think that's everybody's. <laughs> but yeah, all right. Your favorite team against your other favorite team with your favorite quarterback. I want to sit here Pick and be Rams. like, Derek's, Derek's picking the Rams, so I should too. If but they have it. to prove it to me. They have to. Uh, let, let's just say this. You, you, what you if it's, can't lose this game. What if you, what if the Rams lose thirty-five nothing? I'm gonna cry. <laughs> At least it would be over with quickly. Like knowing see, that, knowing that they couldn't do anything, I could just turn it off and go to bed. And then, and then you see somebody the next day drive by with a forty-nine flag on their car. Like, I oh. would kill them. Oh God! Yeah, I could just hear you. Okay, right, who, who I have I. I have to put the losers down because they, the Rams have to prove it to me that they can beat them. They have to. And it's a win-win for me. If the Rams win, they win. If the Rams lose, I beat you in a pick em. Okay. I hope the Rams win. I hope so too. I, uh, no, I can't put the Niners down. I, I'm picking the Rams. I was like, you hate the Niners. I can't. I, I, I just saw like on the rundown where I put this, the, the the who picks like the little D dash rant, like your name and then my name. I just saw Eric and 49ers. I was like, nope, I can't do it. Then, but the Rams got to prove it to me. I mean, they got to do it. Maybe McVay's first win against some regular and, season if he doesn't. And maybe they're maybe they're catching him off guard. It won't be his first or, or, or they're catching him at the right time. At the right time. Injured. That's what I mean. At the right yeah, time. Where they have all first, these injuries. It won't be his first regular season win against him, by the way. It's It'll be the first and seven. He's first and seven. That's true. First and seven. First and seven. He's been there but, five years. <laughs> but, yeah, I think they're catching him at the right time, and I think that's why they beat him tomorrow is because Samuel out, Bosa out, Kinlaw Is Bosa out, out, or is he just hurt? Well, oh, Kinlaw out. Kinlaw. Kinlaw I mean, I mean, yeah, I think they're catching with the right. But if Christian McCaffrey goes off, oh boy, long game. Well, the Rams just saw McCaffrey too, just against the Panthers. So you never know. 
Um, Sunday night, the Packers are going to Buffalo. Oh, boy. Their Bills are 10 and a half point favorites, and the Packers have never won in Buffalo. We got. Yeah, the Bills. The Bills look like a good team. The Packers, as we said, these last three games, our offense is just. That's basically what it's been looking like. And the Bills are. They're a damn good team. So give me Buffalo. And I they think they are, cover that 10 point spread. Oh, I think so too. But would would it surprise you if the Packers suddenly just pick it up offensively and this is the game they win? No, because this is what they do. Yeah. So I, I, I everything you said, the Packers offense is just so bad right now. And the Bills are the best defense in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Trying to come back and do that it in the it the best team in the NFL, it's not gonna happen right away. Yeah. So, if the Packers want to win, they better keep them to a low-scoring game. That's all yes. I got to say. Yep. I don't know if they can do that. And finally, Monday night, the Bengals head to Cleveland to face off against their in-state rivals, the Browns. Yeah, Cincinnati. I think Cincinnati is starting to get in a groove and, and uh, get hot. Even with Jamar Chase, I think, being out. I think even having Higgins and Boyd and Hurst and Mixon, I think Joe Burrow will be just fine. Right, and plus great. the and plus the Browns' offense has just been the been they really have Chubb bad. and that's it. And yeah, their they, defense isn't very good right now no, either. But their offense has just been looking really bad lately. Yeah, yeah. I I think the Bengals win, and I think it's way over the three three points. I I don't see a way the Browns win this football game. Unfortunately for that, actually not unfortunately. Screw them. Yeah, screw them. Um, so Real all quick, right, there. Yes, you're, you're only up by three picks on me. I'm gaining ground, baby. Yeah, but you know you were, but then I got a point again. Whatever. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Sixty-one fifty-eight. I'm getting ground. I'm doing it. I'm telling you what, it might. It's coming down to the Texans and the Titans and Texans and Colts and Commanders for us this week. Who would have oh. thunk it? Well, you better hope your damn Rams win too. Nah, not, dude, a- I swear to God. <laughs> oh boy, you'll be one of those fans that takes uh we go, it takes your jersey out to the front and burns it. Puts lighter fluid all over it and burns no, it. No, I'm just going to take it off and throw it in the washing machine. <laughs> oh, no. There were not light colors fit in the, the washing machine? What a shame. Oh, that's great. But yeah, I all got right. nothing else. You got nothing else? All right. Well, that's going to do it for us. Thanks for tuning in as always. And we will catch you hopefully next week as long as we're not busy. Peace. Deuces.